Praise the Lord. The upper room has got a history. Hallelujah. We thank God. I can see Brother Francis is having a lot of problems providing seats for people. If you are squatting anywhere behind there, there are seats around here. Praise the Lord. We thank God this morning for His favor and His grace. He has been a faithful God. When you see people celebrate like this, it's because they have tasted and have found Him to be true. He is a faithful God. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your holy name. It is a wonderful name. By this name, we have received our healing. By this name, we have received our blessings. By this name, we have reached this date. By the name of Jesus Christ, we have been set free. By the name of Jesus Christ, we look forward to a blessed 2016. Because all things work for good for they that love him. He is faithful, he is good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas. The reason why I have used that, some of you may think that I have forgotten. I am also in that spirit. So we thank God for what he is doing for us. As I grew up as a young person, many things relating to Christmas usually stirred in me a feeling like I was in a different world. And I always looked forward to Christmas. Now, I'm not going to mention the things that I've earlier mentioned before in this church, but today there is one aspect that I'm going to share and reveal my ignorance that lasted for quite a number of years. I always saw this tree. They called it the Christmas tree. And those things, because they were always in a picture, I used to think they are fruits. And sometimes I used to wonder, because back in Africa, most of the fruit is either green or yellow. Uh, we have some which are a bit purple, but this particular tree in the picture used to have different fruits. Red, orange, green, and everything. And I always looked, asked myself, when will I ever see this? So that's part of my ignorance. I want to share with you. And then there was the aspect around that tree, I would see in the pictures a lot of boxes. They would arrange various shapes and with glittering paper, wrapped nicely. I'd always ask myself, what is it that is stored in this wrapping? I'd always look at those pictures and wonder. And then again, I realized, in my country, you have got two holidays. On the 25th is the Christmas holiday. On the 26th, they used to say Boxing Day. So as I grew up, because on the 26th we used to have activities in our church, games and such things, 
So I used to imagine actually this 26 is when people do a lot of boxing games. And that ignorance persisted for a while until I began to mature. I realized some people are so patient. Some people are so patient. When the gifts are brought to them in their houses, they keep them there waiting for a special occasion to open, to unwrap the gifts. May God have grace to those of us who have Joshua's in the houses. <laughs> I can tell you Joshua will not spare those boxes for three minutes. <laughs> Everything will be opened up the moment it is left there. It will be opened. That's the impatience that uh, most of us have. But I want to thank God. Because God is very patient. And if you look at those pictures, I want all of you who are of my age and above. Of course, I'm not going to tell you my age. (laughs) I want you to go and look at those pictures and look at how beautiful they look in those boxes. It must have taken somebody time to package those boxes. If there is anything, it is a picture, I don't know what is inside. (laughs) Whenever we present to people presents, we take time to wrap. Even if it is just a plastic cup, we don't want it to be seen. We wrap it very nicely, and it looks so beautiful outside. Last evening, like many Kenyans, We don't keep time. I am a Kenyan. So I realized I was missing some things that I needed for this particular day. So my wife told me, you are a Kenyan, go, 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 quickly. So I had to rush to Lulu, and the place was packed. And people were wrapping their boxes there. I looked at those boxes. The paper was good looking very neat. They used it very carefully and in a very professional way they wrapped it. I am sure they had been thinking about it for some time. And some of us are so blessed in our own houses we can organize those gifts and wrap them so nicely. The longer somebody takes to wrap the gift, the more thought process takes place. He's thinking about whom he's going to give that gift. He's also thinking about the kind of gift he's going to give. Praise the Lord. So it takes a thought process for anybody who has purpose to bless another with a gift. It's not just something we pick. You know, there's only one person in the Bible, and I told this to my 15 plus class. One person in the Bible who carelessly offered a gift. And he paid for it. Cain. The Bible says, Abel chose some of the best. But when you read about Cain, it says he took part of his farm produce. It's like it was an afterthought. He was just walking and, oh, I'm supposed to praise God. And he picked some of it and went to offer. And there was a distinction. The offering that was given by Abel was well received of the Lord. The offering that was given by Cain was not well received of God. 
And as a result, there was bitterness in Cain's life. The rest is history. Praise the Lord. This morning, I want us to speak about Jesus Christ, God's gift to us. The subject of Jesus Christ, God's gift to us. Praise the Lord. God took time to prepare this gift for you and me. He took his special time to see that it was well presented to us. Because of time, we'll move very fast. And God was careful. He did not want to reveal. Like most of us, you don't tell somebody, you know, I'm going to buy you a shirt in Christmas. And then you go to buy to wrap. No. You just say, oh, when is your birthday? Okay. And then quietly you go and organize for the gift. You wrap it nicely and bring. You don't bring the gift three days before the birthday. You bring it on the birthday itself. Praise the Lord. I want you to follow me because the message of Christmas has got a background to it. It doesn't just start with that child being born. It doesn't just start with the baby in the manger. It has got a background to it. And that is what I am sharing with us this evening, this afternoon. That from the very beginning, it was not an accident that Jesus Christ was sent for you and me. God thought about it. God prepared for the coming of Jesus Christ. It was, a, he took time and he did not rush his plan in order that Jesus may be presented to us. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, God begins to throw some light on what his plan is. He says, And I will put an enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, in the place of it, the New Living Translation says, He, praise the Lord. So, God was trying to allude the fact that although man had fallen, God had not forgotten about him. He had a gift that he had prepared for man. And that was the seed of the woman that God was talking about in Genesis 3.15. And throughout the scripture, God continued to reveal more and more about this gift. But because it is always good to create a sense of expectation on the person who is going to receive the gift in order for them to appreciate the value of the gift and the beauty of the gift, God being a master planner, he went about it in a very tactful way. Small nuggets here and there, he, co he continued to reveal what kind of gift he was going to give to humanity. In Isaiah 40, verse 5, he says, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Praise the Lord. That God was already preparing people and saying, I am going to shower you with a glorious day. And every flesh will see it. Praise the Lord. 
Isaiah 7, 14, the Bible says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Can we all say a sign? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Praise the Lord. So now up to that point, it was now becoming clear. The gift that God was preparing would be a human being, will have human flesh. He will, have, he will be a male in nature. Praise the Lord. And the, the vessel through which this gift was going to come was through a virgin. Praise the Lord. Now, that's the parcel that God left people with. And I'm sure among the Jews, there was this question always. How can a virgin bear a son? But because they were not able to comprehend what God was planning, most of them said, okay, we will keep ourselves waiting. We will be virgins until the present comes. Because everybody was expecting to be that vessel. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 11, verse 1 and 2. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Up to there now, God is trying to narrow the understanding of men. Initially, he had just said the seed of a woman. Then now he has come, he has said it's going to be, it's going to be a glorious present. He has also said that this present is going to come by way of a virgin. So he's trying to narrow the understanding, the various uh, pieces of information regarding the gift. But now he becomes a lot more specific, he says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Verse 2, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now, you can imagine the kind of wrappings that God was using. The Spirit of fear and knowledge. The spirit of counsel and might. Those were some of the wrappings that God was using to wrap His gift for us. Praise the Lord. And it was waiting for an appropriate moment for them to be unwrapped that this gift may become manifest. So we can see now, Jesse has been mentioned, so now it is narrowing down the probability of where this gift is going to come from. But so far it had not been understood by men. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. I love that wrapping. There was also another wrapping on this gift. That wrapping was called Wonderful. Praise the Lord. Then there was another one. Counselor. Praise the Lord. When you remove wonderful, you remain with the counselor inside. You need to unwrap it again to understand what is deep inside. And it says, the mighty God, as you go deeper, you begin to understand that the gift that God is giving us is not just a man. It is God himself. Praise the Lord. It is something unique. And he says, the everlasting Father. As you continue to unwrap that gift, you begin to discover this gift is everlasting. It is the Father Himself. 
Praise the Lord. And that's why Jesus said, He and the Father are the one. Praise the Lord. And again, as you continue, says, The name, another name will be the Prince of Peace. Praise the Lord. So you see, the gift that you are going to receive, you are going to understand, you are going to receive from the Lord, has got many wrappings in it. And it is up to us, as we begin to unwrap it carefully, and to understand what kind of gift God is giving us, it begins to minister to our unique circumstances. Are you lacking peace this morning? Unwrap the gift of God, and you will receive the peace of God in your, in your life. The peace that surpasses every human understanding. Praise the Lord. Yes, and verse 7 it says, Of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end. Praise the Lord. I want to unwrap this gift and be part of this government where there is no end to the peace therein. Praise the Lord. I want it to be in my family. I want it to be in my own life. I want it to be in my place of work. I want that gift to take place, to take, to talk over my life this morning. I don't know what your 2015 has been like, but this morning we are presenting to you the gift of God, Jesus Christ, that you may receive Him and that He may do something in your life. Address your unique circumstances this morning. Praise the Lord. Verse 7, as we have said, of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon His kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice. From henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Praise the Lord. All that will be crowned in the zeal of the Lord. And Micah comes to reveal more about this gift and says, Micah 5 verse 2, and he says, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrata, thou, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth. Unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Praise the Lord. And in the Jewish nation, now God is beginning to narrow it even further and further. And giving even a geographical location of where the gift will be unwrapped. Praise the Lord. And finally we see something happening in John chapter 1. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Now God is making it so plain now. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. This gift was with God. Praise the Lord. It was from the beginning. It was not an afterthought. God had already predestined that it will be the gift for your salvation. Praise the Lord. It will be the gift for your peace. It will be the gift for your success. It will be the peace for your unity in the family. It will be the peace for the healing of your body. It will be the peace, the, the gift for the healing of your spirit. Praise the Lord. That is what God had already designed from the very beginning. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. The life was the light of man. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh, and it dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Praise the Lord. So the birth of Jesus was the crowning moment 
when the gift of God was being fully unwrapped to us, that we may understand and appreciate the plan of God for our lives. Praise the Lord. So, from that background, we realize a few things. One, that it was not an afterthought for God to send His begotten Son. It was carefully planned from the very beginning, through the generation. And remember, there was a moment of silence. Hundreds of years, God was not speaking, and people were waiting. The virgins in, in, in Israel were waiting. Praise the Lord. Everybody was expecting, will I be the one that will be honored? Will I be the one through whom this gift will be presented to the world? They were waiting for years and without seeing anything. But the truth is that God who had purpose in his mind, it shall come to pass. Because that was his word. Praise the Lord. God had carefully wrapped this gift over the years. It took many years. Praise the Lord. The least I can tell you, it was not less than 4,000 years. I don't know in the eternity past how far it is. But I can tell you from the beginning of the human beings, the human race, it was about 4,000 years. Forget about these things of billions of years. The archaeologists tell you. Praise the Lord. Any bone, you can just look at any old bone and say, this one must be 10 million years. Because there's nobody who will prove. Nobody can go back and tell you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, I know some people are, not looking, are looking at me and wondering, what is this man saying? <laughs> I've got some, some little background in science, so I cannot come to counsel myself. <laughs> but one thing I know, God has got his own plan for us. Praise the Lord. And the third thing was that God had carefully selected not only the time, but also the place and the woman to deliver the gift. Praise the Lord. I don't know this morning so far how you look at yourself. If somebody took not less than 4,000 years to prepare a gift for you, somebody took all that care, to select even the lineage that this gift will come through. To select the person who will deliver this gift. There was a serious mind process that was going on in God's head. So that you may receive the best for your life. Praise the Lord. So this morning as we share, I know time is moving very fast. But I know God is going to bless us and make us understand really that this Christmas must be unique in your life. It cannot just be the usual Christmas that you've been having. You must have your eyes opened to a new dimension this morning, this afternoon. That God has got a good plan for your life. I want us to quickly look at a few characters and see how they waited for the unwrapping of the gift. One of them is Zacharias, Luke chapter 1. Verse 6, and, and there were both righteous, I'll skip some scriptures so that you can read on your own. Luke chapter 1, and they were both righteous before God, walking in, the command, in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Now these are people, Zacharias and Elizabeth. It was a unique couple. They were people who were waiting on the Lord. And they were also expecting something in their own personal life. 
But something that strikes me most, that the scripture, the Holy Spirit, took time to try and describe the lives of these people. It says, And they were both righteous before God, walking in all commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. One secret of receiving the gift of God, that you might, must walk in the path of the law. Praise the Lord. You must purpose in your life to walk a blameless life before God. The way these people did. Praise the Lord. Verse 7, And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. I don't know. Maybe you have been on this path of waiting for God to reveal something in your life. You have been expecting God to deal with such, some situations in your life that are unique. And I'm saying the gift of God is available this afternoon. Praise the Lord. These people had been waiting. But they were not just sitting and complaining. They were not sitting and looking for other solutions here and there. They were waiting in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is where God began to minister to them. In verse 8, and I want us to take note of this, and it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office, while he execute, uh, executed the priest's office before God, in the order of his course. Now the Bible says we are a royal priesthood. Praise the Lord. So we are priests. One condition in which God is going to deliver that gift to you is that you must be in course of his service. You must be in your station as a priest of God, ministering in his presence. Praise the Lord. Then you avail yourself to receive the gift of God. Verse 11. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the, the right side of the altar of incense. And when we talk of incense, it is, it represents the prayers. Praise the Lord. John said, and there was smoke Christing under the altar, with, mixed with the incense, which is the prayer of the saints. Praise the Lord. So when the Bible is talking of incense, that he was at the altar of incense, this man was given to prayer. He was not just standing in the house of God. He was given to prayer. So another thing that you and I must pay attention to, we must be men of prayer, so that God's gift may be unwrapped to us fully in our lives. Yes, you may have had a test of it this year, but there's a lot more that God is, in, is having in store for you. 2016 can be a year of a difference in your life. If you stay in service for God, if you stay at the altar of incense, a place of prayer, somebody has said, in the upper room, he kept pointing, upper room. I don't know why he did not say the upper room with the finger down, but he said the upper room. From the day of Pentecost, praise the Lord, the upper room has had significance in our human lives. You must give yourself to prayer that God may minister to you in a powerful way. Verse 13, But the angel said unto him, Fear not. Tell somebody next to you, Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Now tell yourself, Fear not. Fear not. The biggest enemy that men have is fear. And that is the one that 
really cut them down. They never realized the promise of God in their life, the purpose of God in their life, because of fear. It's the opposite of faith. You must replace fear with faith. Praise the Lord. Somebody says, how? Faith grows. Faith grows. Praise the Lord. Start with your house. Close the door. That small headache that you are having, say, in the name of Jesus, get away from me. Start with that one and just come out confident. When it disappears, try again. Then when the next problem comes, try. Then you will begin to realize, oh, this, power is, this prayer is powerful. So it is growing inside you. You must start from somewhere. Don't just walk when there's a, a huge problem. Then now you say, now I believe, Pastor, let us pray. Start with those small things first. Praise the Lord. So let us know that we need to replace fear in our lives with faith. Faith is the declaration of things that are not as though they are. Speaking of things that don't exist. As if they already exist. Praise the Lord. And this is in scripture. You know when this man... When this man was told, you are going to have a child, he was told, verse 13, But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for the prayer is hard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Why did God tell Zacharias the name of the child? Because the name made this man to visualize the picture. Every time the name John was mentioned around him, it reminded him of what God had told him. So that's the secret. If you are believing God for something, baptize it with a name. Begin to speak it in your life. Walk and speak it. You may look like you are a fool before people. You heard one, what, what, the testimony here. That one pastor would wake up on a bed in the, morning, in the night, look at the wife, and the wife was snoring. They don't snore, but this one was snoring. And he would say, mm. He did not have a car, but he was driving in faith. And he would engage the gears in faith. Did it come out to be true or not? Eventually he had the car. Praise the Lord. I'll tell you about myself. Because you are saying I'm saying a story. When I was in college, I remember I used to tell people, the group we were praying with, no matter what happens, no matter what happens in my life, are you listening to me? No matter what happens in my life, I will have a car. Even if it means I will tell people, come and push me to my home. And then I park it there. They used to laugh at me. Praise the Lord. They used to laugh at me. Kenneth is always joking. I told them, of course, very many cars in in Africa. (laughs) They are packed in banana plantations on stones. So when I used to speak, they used to see that one. But me, I used to see myself seated in a car. (laughs) Praise the Lord. 
And then I was posted in a very remote area after my college. And I, will I really get a kind of place? <laughs> but I never lost my, my faith. I never wavered. One day I was in a marketplace. I used to tell you this is the reason I shout. I had been given a mic to speak. <laughs> and the system collapsed. So I was to shout on top of the voices of the women selling fish. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I remember, I, said, I remember even the very place I was standing. If I go there, I will tell you this is the place. And I told people at that time, I don't know what God's plan is for my life now. And I cannot guarantee what He's going to do in my life in the next two years. But I know I'll not be the same as I am now. Praise the Lord. It did not take two years. I was out of Kenya. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was seconded to another government for some job. There again I told my wife, this is not a place to stay. This is a stepping stone. Stepping stone to a better place. Praise the Lord. The fourth thing, I told her, now prepare yourself. Get your postgraduate diploma. We, we, as soon as you finish, we are out of this place. And she started. That's the time I learned how to look after a child. Praise the Lord. Because she would leave me with a child, so I had to wake up in the morning, bath the child, prepare breakfast, prepare myself and go. So I'm an expert. Praise the Lord. Immediately, the year she finished, we got a transfer to Oman. Praise the Lord. Now again I'm saying... <laughs> I don't know what God has for me. But whatever He brings my way, Lord, I receive it. I am ready to take it. Praise the Lord. I will say it. I don't know what He has for me. But I'm ready to receive it. Because He has my thoughts. He has good plans for me. Praise the Lord. Zacharias made a, problem, a, a mistake. Because he started questioning God. In his heart he began to wonder. This, all these years, I have prayed. The high priest has prayed for me. <laughs> Pastor Abraham has been praying. I have gone to the intercessory team. They have, played, they have laid hands on me. Now even my head is aching. <laughs> and it looked like it was taking long. But God's timing is the perfect one. Walk in God's plan. You will never get it wrong. Praise the Lord. So God told John, you know, I'm not revealing to you all, but I want you first of all now to prepare yourself. Call the child who is coming, John. So every time Zacharias was calling John, 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 the faith was being built. The faith was being built. But John was just a precursor for the gift of God. Praise the Lord. Now, a man who had kind of lost hope, he had said, okay, I'll just be here. I'll just be doing what I am told to do. God had a special plan for his life. He never knew it until he was in the presence of God. The Bible, don't remember, forget that. He was always in the service of God. That's what the Bible says. Praise the Lord. He was walking, they walked blamelessly in the presence of God. That was the point of waiting. 
Praise the Lord. A few thoughts on that. It is while serving God that one can realize his dreams. It is at the altar of incense, the place of prayer, that God's thoughts concerning us are revealed. God's desire is that your joy may be made full. God will confirm his word in our lives in a very clear way. Verse 14, And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Praise the Lord. God's purpose was that Zacharias and the whole human race may celebrate. Now somebody says, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes, I know somebody is wondering. We are not hearing about Christmas. But these are characters that were very critical around the Christmas time. Praise the Lord. And it's good also to reflect over them because there's a unique message each one of them is relating to us. And I want you to relate to that 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 message. Praise the Lord. Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, Luke chapter 1, verse 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not. Say, fear not. Fear not. Why is God repeating this thing of fear not? Because he realizes the fear in you is denying you his blessings. Praise the Lord. You don't want to take a step of faith because of fear. You want to take things in, in, under your own control. So the fear that you are going to fail makes you also to incorporate God in this, this, this aspect of fear, which is not part of. He cannot be part of it. For thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. Again, Mary is being given a name, Jesus. Praise the Lord. So that every time the name Jesus is mentioned, his, her faith grows up. It is built in her. Praise the Lord. All these people had been waiting, but there was a shortcoming in their lives. They did not understand how God was going to work it out. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. We want to be part of this kingdom where there is no end. Praise the Lord. Verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? Now this is the worst thing that we end up with. Every human being. Intelligence is good. But unless it is subdued, unless it is brought subject to spiritual things, it can undermine your faith. Praise the Lord. Mary begins to want, want, she, how? She wants to know the how. God has said it is going to happen. It is not important for you to know how. The end result justifies the means. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Sometimes the world uses it in the wrong way. But for me, what I want is to know where I am. Understand my circumstance. That I am in need of God. And I want to be in this other area. Praise the Lord. How I get there, let it be his problem. Praise the Lord. So Mary was asking, how am I going to get there? It was not important at that time. And the angel said, Mary, listen to me carefully. Listen. This is what the angel said. The Holy Ghost shall come, shall come upon thee. 
The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. This morning, this afternoon, let us desire that the Holy Ghost comes upon us. And that the power of the Most High overwhelms us. Praise the Lord. Because when we are in that state, then things start working in a miraculous way. In the Mary's mind, she was wondering, how will a virgin conceive? That was not the problem with God. God wanted her to accept that this is the promise I made for you. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now, there is something that you have been conceiving, you have been thinking about in your mind. And God wants it to come to a fulfillment in your life. Praise the Lord. Maybe you have been thinking about your spiritual life. Some of you, this is the moment to reflect over your spiritual life. How is my relationship with God now? How has it been in 2015? How can I make it better? This is the time to reflect over it. The Bible is saying, that which you are conceiving in your heart, God will bring it to a fulfillment. Praise the Lord. So both these people God had to confirm. To Zacharias, he confirmed his promise by shutting up his mouth. To Mary, he told Mary, rush, go and see Elizabeth. How do Nigerians call Elizabeth? Just Elizabeth, the English version. Tamil? No, Elizabeth. In my language, Elizabeth becomes Elizabeth. Praise the Lord. So, so Mary, Mary started running to Elizabeth's home. Because she had some good news to say. The angel, she had met the angel. When she reached there, God said, I'm going to confirm to this woman what I said is true. Before, she just greeted the woman and the prophecy came. Praise the Lord. A powerful prophecy came. You are a blessed woman. That how can it be that I meet the mother of my Lord? Praise the Lord. Many messages come. Pick your word from those messages. It's going to heal you. Praise the Lord. It's going to heal your land. Thoughts remain faithful to God. Do not seek to understand how to flow. Do not seek to understand the how. Flow with God's purpose in your life. God will always confirm His plan for your life and in your circumstances. Your anxieties will turn into rivers of joy flowing into your life. Praise the Lord. That is why in Luke 1.46 she was able to sing. Praise the Lord. Many other people who began to discover the gift of God on this Christmas day. Some of them are Simeon Anna. They saw it unfold and it came to realization. We are just been reminded here, Simeon went and said, Now I can go in peace. What a wonderful way to live this earth. A man says, Now I have seen my Lord. I am ready to go home. Some of us struggle, struggle. We want to remain in this earth. You fight for your life. This is a man who says, Now I have seen my Lord. I want to go back home. Praise the Lord. Because he had seen the gift of God. Anna also came and bore witness to this gift of God. These people, one, were devoted to God. They were waiting upon God to fulfill His promise. They lived a life given to ministry work. It was in this station that God confirmed His purpose in their life. 
How are you waiting for the unwrapping of the gift of God in your life? Quickly, finally, after the manger. I know the picture we are used to is that of a baby in the manger on the Christmas day. But there is life beyond that gift in the manger. Praise the Lord. There is a lot that God had in store for us and we need to share it this morning. That it it didn't just end up in the manger. Luke 4.18 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Praise the Lord. Are you poor? Let the poor say, I am rich. Praise the Lord. Because that is what the gift of God brought to you. Praise the Lord. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Are you discouraged in your life? Let you say, the gift of God has come into my life. Praise the Lord. That you will be blessed. To preach deliverance to the captives. Are you Lord, I mean, suffering under the, the yoke of the enemy in any way? As the devil oppressed you all these years? The Bible is saying the gift of God, Jesus Christ, has come to set you free. Praise the Lord. The recovering of sight to the blind. Those that are spiritually blind. Jesus has appeared that you may have vision of the spiritual realms. Praise the Lord. And finally, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. 2016 will be the acceptable year of the Lord in your life. Praise the Lord. There's a lot that we need to share, but I just want us to come to an end at this point. I had requested the choir. I don't know whether this message was communicated, but I want us just to stand up, all of us. Somebody sent me a song this morning. Uh, It's a Spanish song. You sent to the Friday. (laughs) Praise the Lord. If we can sing that together as we celebrate. Praise the Lord. Please, don't wait for me to lead. Brother Matthew is going to lead the song. (laughs) Praise Let's let's take the song Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is there anybody in this house who don't know Jesus? I'm sure you have heard about him. You can tell stories about Jesus. But it is more than the story. The question that every one of us needs to ask ourselves. What have I done with Jesus? Have I accepted him? Or I am doubtful about Jesus? Or have I rejected him? What have you done with Jesus? But not something, whether you have accepted him, rejected him, or you don't know what to do with him. He said he's coming back. He's coming back to take his own home. And he's coming back to take whoever rejects him. Or are yet to decide what to do with him. He will give them what they deserve. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, including you, believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. There's no other day to give your life to Jesus other than today. If you are in this service this morning, and you know you are not born again. Please, make this a day to remember for good in your life. This is the appointed day for you to give your life to Jesus. Tomorrow might be too late. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, please. Can you please wave your hand to him? And let him know that you want to give your life to him today. As a gift back to Jesus. That Jesus who came because of me. I'm giving my life back to you. Is somebody doing that this morning? If Jesus Christ comes now. You are not sure you will make it to heaven. Then you should raise your hand up. If you are still doubtful of your salvation. Then you better get it right today. Because I can guarantee you. If Christ will not come before today is over. You want to give your life to Jesus? Please wave your hand to him. To the Lord, signify that you want to make it right with your Creator today. Is anybody there? You want to give your life to Jesus today. So which means if Jesus comes now, every one of us we are ready. What a wonderful... God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I can see some hands. Please, if your hand is up, go ahead and cry unto Him. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Have mercy on me and accept me. As your son, as your daughter today. 
tell him you are sorry for everything you've ever done wrong. And ask him to wash you clean by his blood. Tell him from today, I will serve you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for this, your children, that have decided to make it right with you. Please write their name in the book of life, in the name of Jesus. Let them not go back to that, those sin again. From now and forth, let them live a life that pleases you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, before we go, every one of us, the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. You know what that means? There is nothing you want that is not in Jesus. So you're going to pray this prayer. Father, let my life be a living expression of all that you represent. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, let my life be a living expression of all that you represent. What it is to want from God, there is nothing that he cannot do for you. Go ahead and Lord, because I have your son, let my life be a living expression of all that you represent. In Jesus, there is favor. There is increase. There is sun health. There is prosperity. Name it, whatever you want. Everything is in Jesus. Say, Lord, let my life be a living expression of all that you represent. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I'm going to be making some announcement before I take the final prayer. Outside we have a huge crowd. So please, parents, make sure you take care of your children. We don't want a case of any missing child. Hold them in your hand. Outside is crowded. Please, parents, be one of that. All of us are going to be taking this side. Nobody will be taking this side because you can't even go out, including the instruments. Please, let's take note of that. We have refreshment outside, courtesy of the family that brought their baby for dedication today. And please remember, anything that will be good, you must plan for it. Jesus Christ, before he could start his ministry, he had to fast and pray for 40 days. You are going for at least 65 days in 2016. Please use this week to prepare by praying and fasting. And ask God for whatsoever you want him to do for you within the year. If you have never fasted before, please do this week and prepare for a glorious 2016. You have the prayer point with you. Please pray throughout the week. We are going to be coming three times within the week for joint prayers. We are coming tomorrow to the old church, 4 p.m. On Monday, we are going to be here again by 8 p.m. for Victory Night. And 31st, we are going to be here by 9 p.m. God bless you as you partake of this wonderful preparation as a church. Every one of us, we are praying and fasting. Everybody in preparation for 2016. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. It's been wonderful. Thank you for your son that you used to declare your mind. Thank you for the gift of Jesus unto us. We give you all the glory. Father, as we have prayed, 
Whatever it is that you represent, everything available in you, let them find expression in our life in fullness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As we go through this week and crossing over to the year 2016, Lord, please go with us in the name of Jesus. As we cry unto you within this week, Lord, prepare us, spirit, soul, and body, for a glorious 2016. In the name of Jesus. And somebody is here that, Lord, I don't want this year to end without this issue settled. I agree with you that before this year is over, you shall testify in the name of Jesus. For everyone traveling this week, we declare Johnny Mercy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we stand as a church. Every plan of the evil one to destroy lives, to cause commotion, to plant any bomb, whatever it is, all over the world, we declare such plans fail in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We go in your power in the name of Jesus. And we come back with testimonies in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. The grace together in fellowship. For our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness and peace, you are blessed in Jesus' name.